Hey, welcome to the Chris and Christine show. And we have a surprise for you. Find out right after this. And now. (laughs) I'm the captain now. (laughs) Coming to you from the K2 studios in San Diego, California. This sounds great. You sound amazing. I always sound amazing. It's the world famous. Everybody sit off like BFFs. Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening, everybody? How are you doing today? You know, thank you so much for listening. And I am Chris, and Christine is not here right now, but flying all the way over here from New York. I got John from the Basement Surge. How are you doing today, buddy? Good. Thank you very much for having me on. Hey, man. Well, hey, how was your flight all over, by the way? Is first class okay with you, man? Yeah, thanks very much. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate you sending the private jet. That's how we do it. You know, if someone ever tells me that maybe there's another way to have guests come in here or do remote interviews, please let me know because this is costing me a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wasting all my air miles, man. It was very comfortable. Ah, great. So the reason why Christine is not here today and Christine looks like John and John looks like Christine is because Christine is actually out of town doing a major wedding up in the LA area and then she's flying uh, flying, driving back home, their hometown in uh, near the Central Valley to be with her family. And then she has another consulting gig on the way up or the way back. I forget her timeline, but basically she's gone all weekend long. So now I got John here with me. So, I, so John, um, you are from Brooklyn, New York, right? Yes, I am. Have you lived there your entire life? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Uh, well, I, I mean, I've, I, I was born and raised here, but I've lived various different places, but I'm here. I'm back over here again. Yeah. What is it you love about Brooklyn? Is it the weather, the people, the, uh, was it the bagels maybe? It's the food. Yeah, definitely the food. <laughs> like no other part of this country makes a good slice of pizza or even Chinese food. Like it's just so good. Chinese so, so food. good. I thought, Okay, what's good about your Chinese food? I mean, Panda Express is like the best, right? I mean, come on now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always call Panda Express like the McDonald's of Chinese food. Yeah, p- pretty much. I mean, over here, we, we have like really authentic uh, Chinese food. Uh, uh, last week, I just took my daughters to have like really authentic Shanghai food. And it, it was just, it was out of this world. Really? Yeah. Shang, what, now, what is the difference between Shanghai food and like regular Chinese food? Well, it's like the Chinese food that that we're so used to eating, like the fried rice and you know spare ribs and you know General Tao's chicken, you know all, all that is kind of Americanized, you know. So when you go to a place that serves like Shanghai food, and usually it's the it's the Chinese uh, food places that have like the ducks hanging in the windows. What animal? Yeah, pe- peanuts like all over that, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 it's really authentic Chinese food. Like it's what they actually eat in China. It's not the Americanized stuff. What a trip. Now you said yeah. pizza. What is your favorite kind of pizza? Do you guys, okay. Before I get ask that, answer that question, like mm-hmm. if somebody orders like pineapple on a pizza, what no. are your, what are your thoughts? <laughs> no. Like if you mention that again, I'm going to leave. What? <laughs> on man i just i just took it out of the oven it's pineapple and canadian bacon come on it's hawaiian no, style no no no, no. it doesn't exist no. in your world huh no we, we don't put pineapples on pizza here uh any neighborhood pizzeria you're never gonna find that on the menu 
Uh, the only place you will find it on the menu is on like Domino's or something. Oh, really? And then even the guys working there are like, come on, they probably piss yeah. in the pissing or something or, you know, shit <laughs> it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> They're like, a, forget you, it. You just don't do it. You just don't do it. Uh, but I heard the bagels are really good out there. Is it because you guys have different water or something? Mm-hmm. What's it's different about definitely the definitely because of the water. <laughs> but what's different about the water? Water's water. I mean, you're going to run through a filter anyways, right? I mean, do you? I don't I don't have to. No, I meant like at the plant. <laughs> before it gets to your house. I'm sure it's not from like the creek <laughs> up the hill. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, uh, I I think New York has the the cleanest uh tap water in the country. Uh so get you can literally Get out of here. Yeah, no. so you can literally drink it from the faucet and we do, you know, I do. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it's, I, I think it's the fluoride. I think it's the amount of fluoride that they put in the water. Okay. So uh, basically you're saying is you should probably uh, rinse your mouth out if you're, if you're after you brush your teeth and just spit it into the bagel water. And you've yeah. got, <laughs> you got good bagels. There you go, yeah. man. See, like, oh. for instance, I, I used to live down in Florida and Florida water, you, you have to filter before you drink it. You either have to filter it or you have to boil it. Um, it's it's terrible, and the bagels and the pizza were were horrible down in Florida. Hey, speaking of Florida, we were just in Florida this summer, and let me tell you, it was brutally hot. Yeah. Brutally, I mean, it was like so bad that I almost like fainted. It was like wow, because we went down to the Everglades to take one of those like you know alligator you know airboat tour things, and yeah. of course there's no shade or nothing. Of course it's all humid. It's you're in the bright sun and. Yeah, I didn't wear a hat or nothing. I'm like, because the temperature said 90 degrees. It gets 90 degrees. I hope here you all, put on sunscreen. Nothing. And I'm like, Dude. and then and after we got out of that thing, and we're like walking around little trails and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, I gotta sit down. And mm -hmm. I didn't know where I was because everything looked like a big blur to me. But it, it was miserably hot out there. And they, you know, I mean, of course, it was in the middle of July, which it probably gets down to like what, up to like what, 100, and, I mean, it's 100% humidity, it feels, feels like. Yeah. How did it's like you, 100, 510. Well, how did you survive that? You stay inside. <laughs> and air conditioning is your friend, right? Yeah, that's basically it. You know, you go from air conditioner to air conditioner. Like you go from inside a building to inside a car to back into a building, you know, and that's it. What what part so. of Florida were you at? Uh, I was in a couple different places. I, I, uh, I started off in Orlando. I lived there for a little while. And then I went to New Smyrna Beach, which is down by Daytona. Uh, so, you know, it, it was nice. And then Sanford. So, um, it, it, you're right. It is very hot. Uh, and I, I, I really didn't stay outside much. I, I really didn't. I, I wasn't the type of person to go for hikes. <laughs> you weren't, you weren't out there like Wrangler and alligators and gators. No, no, I, I didn't see not one alligator. Get like, out of here. Yeah. They're like everywhere. You know, I mean. You know, the, they make it sound like I heard stories where like, if you're driving down the road, you might like mm -hmm. run one over on your car or something. They're like, they're like in the no, middle of the highway or I've something. I've never had that. Oh, really? I've never seen that. Yeah. So what <laughs> brought you down to Florida in the first place? Were you for work or school or both? Yeah, no, it was for work. I had a, we had a family business that moved out to Florida from New York and, uh, and I went along and, uh, you know, it was a good time. Awesome. What kind of, what kind of business was it? Uh, background screening for corporate companies corporations you have to do that in florida to do that you can't do it from anywhere it sounds like a job that no, can you be can done. do that from anywhere we just moved down to florida for the tax breaks <laughs> oh 
That makes sense. You know, it's funny. I just saw something like last week because because we're in the middle of a big heat wave. Well, we were in the middle of a major heat wave like a couple of weeks ago over here in California. And then they're shutting power off left and right because they can't. And they're telling everybody oh. to charge, not charge their vehicles because <laughs> first I yeah. tell you, we got to get vehicles. You're required to get an electric vehicle. Now, by the way, don't charge it because we have no power for you. So <laughs> we're kind of screwing you. And it's I read something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a hundred something degrees. And then uh, Florida has, they're hotter over there in Florida. Like he, summers are way hotter over there. You've been there. I've been there. Yet they've mm. got power and California does not. So yeah. go figure. And I think it has something to do with those tax breaks, like you're saying. That's yeah. uh, possibly, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Florida's great. I just can't stand the, the heat and the humidity. It's um, that's funny that you say Florida is hotter than California. It is. Uh, well, if I think hotter meaning probably like you require your air conditioning to be on more in right. Florida than you would in California. You yeah. know. Well, you're, you're right. It's probably about the humidity. You know. Uh, because like I said, I, I, when I looked at the temperature gauge on my phone, I was like, 90 degrees, I can handle that. But then it's like 100% humidity. You're like, nope, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah. It's a done deal. Hey, so yeah. so John, um, I knew you were, you were an artist because you did create the artwork for the uh, K2 radio. Thank you so much. That thing looks fantastic. How did you do that, man? Do you have a special program you use or how do you do that kind of stuff? Yeah, uh, I, I make all my logos and everything in Photoshop. That's it. Wait, just straight like Photoshop. The original Photoshop. Is there like the another original? Is there like I thought there like multiple? Doesn't I thought they had like multiple versions of Photoshop? Like the Photoshop, the Pro, Photo Pro, Photoshop, blah blah blah, whatever. No, it, I have I have Adobe Photoshop twenty twenty two. Okay, okay, okay. Now, um, what can you do with a Photoshop? Is it like just overlaying images and stuff? I find stuff very fascinating. Well, you you can basically do anything uh, with it uh, graphically. You know, you, you can make logos. You can, you know, the way I made yours is I took like a royalty-free image of San Diego, you know, and I just put text and designs and stuff on top of it. You know, so it's, I it's think all about it looks, building up layers. It looks great, man. I, I love it. I think this shot was taken. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I think that's Ocean Beach. I, couldn't be, I, I don't know. I can't tell. Uh, but it, but it might be, I, I'm hard to tell, but, uh, I think it looks great. You do great work and you, you, you are, you. our work looks great too. Your comic book stuff you do. How's that going by the way? You, you doing comics still? Uh, I, I took a little bit of a break from that, you know, uh, yeah, I, I started, I had to go back to work, uh, doing a regular job. Uh, oh, you know, the horror so on that. living the dream. Yeah. Living the dream of being a comic book artist. Uh, the term struggling artist that, yeah, that's pretty much where that comes from. So. <laughs> ah, yeah, I hear you, man. So I was hoping you'd make it all the way out here to Comic-Con this year to, you know, showcase all your stuff. Yeah, that was the plan, but nah, not anymore. Sorry. Ah, oh, man. Well, you know, there's maybe the next time or maybe later, you know, yeah, you, never, you know. never know. So, so I know you live in Brooklyn. You have a family, a wife. How many kids you guys have? Four. Four little rugrats. Are they, are they old, grown up, pretty small? Uh, they're a mix. Uh, I have one that just turned 18 and then my smallest one is three. She'll be four next month. Well, the 18 year old is old enough to babysit the young one. So you're set there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's usually yeah. the way it works. You know, yeah, we have uh, our, my, my kids age from 18, 14, uh, seven and three. Wow. Well, check that out. That's, that's a pretty pretty big uh, gap there. My kids are pretty close together in age. They're always playing around and 
and messing around with each other and having a good time yeah. together and fighting with each other. Are they mm-hmm. all girls, boys, or a mix? Uh, three girls, one boy. Who was the oldest? The boy, the youngest, or the oldest. The girl. No, it's one of the girls. Uh, and <laughs> the, the boy, young, he, he's six. The so. boy. So, okay, so he's like in the middle then. Yeah. Okay, so how is it like wrangling all the kids up? Do you take them to school, or do you have like a bus system, or how's it work over there? Um. Uh, you know, it, it's funny because uh, during the pandemic, you know, we were uh, homeschooling the whole time. You know, so this is really the first uh, year that we're trying to get everybody to school all at once, you know? So my wife, she, she started driving all the kids to school and it just like everybody goes to different schools because they're all in different grades and they, but they all have to be there at the same time. Oh, how do you You do that? You got, well, you got to do the early drop off, right? Yeah. Well, well, we have one kid that can get dropped off uh, a little bit earlier. So we drop, we drop him off first and then you know, the three-year-old and then the 14-year-old, the 18-year-old, she graduated. So we don't have to worry about her. Um, well, but, is she um, planning on going to college or she got something going on or? No, nah, she, she's, she's going to work. You know, she's got a job. She, uh, so, you know, she's looking forward to that making money. Um, yeah. hopefully, Our- hopefully in a year or two, you know, we'll, I'm trying to talk her into going to college. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, my kids don't want to go to school either. They can't stand school. I mean, I remember when I was in school, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. stand it either. But yeah. um, that's that was just me. I was always daydreaming off to bigger, brighter, shinier things than oh, being yeah. being in school. It was always hard for me, really. So, yeah, me um, so that's great. So, so um, you mind sharing with everybody what you do for a living, or are we kind of not going to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right now. Um, I, I had to go back to working at the supermarket, you know, so uh, it's money. It pays the bills. You know, it's good money, actually. Uh, what's what's so, the company called? Do you mind sharing the name of the company? Because we don't have no, the stores no, no. out here. What, what is it called? Uh, I, I work for Seatown over here in, in the neighborhood. Seatown. Is it called yeah. Seatown or Seatown's the town it's in? No, Seatown's the actual name of the store. Get out of here. Really? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I thought you were going to say like Piggly Wiggly or something. What do you guys have about that? I don't <laughs> no, know. no, no, no. <laughs> do you guys even have Piggly Wiggly? I just hear about that. I don't know if it's a thing. No, we don't have that here. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's, we have West Coast stores. And I think, um, I don't know. Like, I mean, I go to Albertsons a lot. And there's Ralph's mm-hmm. and Albertsons out here. And um, so I think what else there is. Vons. Is there many Vons? Do you guys have Vons out there? No. Okay, no. I mean, it's a West Coast thing too. I don't know. Yeah, the supermarket I work for, it's, it's one of the biggest stores here in, in, in the neighborhood, you know. And uh, Is it like Costco big? No, no, not that big, but, you know, it's it's busy. It's well-known. It's popular, you know, so it's my days are busy. <laughs> and what part of the department of the whole store do you do you work at? Well, I work in the deli. Nice. Yeah. So you would like slice, have you ever lost a finger or a tip of a finger? No, thank God. Knock on wood. Has that been ever, <laughs> have you ever heard of that happening? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. I've heard of people slicing the tip of their fingers off and, you know, Ooh, uh, the, the worst thing that I ever did to, to myself was, uh, I was opening up a bologna one time, uh, and I was holding it in one hand and I had a box cutter in the other hand. Because you open up all the cold cuts with box cutters. And, uh, you know, so I go to slice the bologna from top to bottom and I wound up sliding off the bologna and I cut my hand from, I cut my thumb from the tip of my thumb all the way down to my wrist. 
and it was it was pretty bad. Uh, but, you, but you continued working, right? You served the guy the sandwich. <laughs> yeah. It had a little yeah, blood yeah. in it, but you're like, here you go. <laughs> here's, your, <laughs> here's your cold cuts, buddy. Uh, the blood's yeah. on the house. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they threw they threw out that whole log of bologna. They and, did? Uh, yeah. How much was that? Because those things are expensive, right? Those big old like... Uh, yeah, th- those things, th- th- it's like $20, $30 you know, per log, I want to say. I thought it was more than that because like, because because when the when you slice it, the weight is like because I will slice. I don't know what the price is out there, but I do like a pound of turkey, like thin sliced, and depending on the prices, it's usually like thirteen dollars just for my little no. pan. No, for me at my store, you get a pound of turkey for five ninety nine. Get out of here! Yep. Is it the good stuff, the head stuff? No, that's the deli stuff. Oh, I'm talking about the deli stuff, the deli stuff, deli slice stuff. So the deli stuff, I get a slice of deli stuff, one pound, it's like 13 bucks. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I guess I'm for for my store, like the boar's head turkey, I think goes for like 1099 a pound. When it's on sale. Maybe. No, if you always worked in the, in the back there with doing the slicing, the deli stuff, or you've done anything else with the store? Um, well, I, I mean, I started, I started working in a deli when I was a kid, you know, it was kind of like my first job when I, when I was a little, when I was a little kid. And, uh, you know, it's kind of been like a fallback job for me, you know, when things get tough, you know, and I need money quick, I just head back, I, I head to the local supermarket and I say, Hey, you know, hire me. You hit the main um, streets of the uh, grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it's like, I can, I can, I can pretty much at this point run a deli if I wanted to. You know, really? So, Are they yeah. popular in, in uh, New York? Like little deli, oh, little sandwich all shops? all over the place. All over the place. Yeah, I, I hear a lot of those. Uh, everybody tries to mimic New York, like New York pizza. There's always a, there, there's a place not that far from here called New York pizza, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah. And then, of course, like they got the pastrami like, sandwich, like deli places that try to mimic the New York style and things like that and everything. <laughs> yeah. So what is the most popular meat people request at the deli counter for you? Ham. Ham? Yeah. Like ham sandwich kind of ham? Like ham for that? Yeah, just regular boar's head ham, you know. Not um, Reuben or uh, what is it? Um, pastrami or anything like that? Pastrami is is a big one too. It's 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 in the top 10. You know, you got ham, you got salami, you got bologna, Swiss, pastrami, roast beef. You know, those are the big ones. Are you allowed to snack while you're cooking, cutting the food? Like snack? I, I actually I am at this supermarket. Really? Because I've I've worked in previous delis before, where uh, where I'm not allowed to eat the food, and and my family wasn't even allowed to shop in the supermarket. They weren't allowed to shop in the. Why why, why not? Because I worked there, and, the, and they were afraid that the cashiers would give my family a discount because How I worked there. Dare they? Yeah. <laughs> How dare they, man? Well, yeah, but th- this place I work for, they're, they're good. They're, they're real nice guys. You know, we can shop there. I can eat whatever I want. You know, I get free lunches on my breaks. Well, that know, is I, I can, amazing. Yeah. Because I know awesome. that out here, the I was telling my kids that um, if you're going to work in fast food, at least here on the West Coast, I would recommend working at in and out Burger. You may have mm. heard of it. I don't know. It's really good. We, had, we went there for lunch. We always eat there on Saturday for the most part. It's like McDonald's, right? Uh, but better, but way better. <laughs> and... Um, the thing about the internet employees is that when you work there, they train you to do everything. Like you'll be working the flipping the burgers and jump on the register. You'll 
do the registry right. and jump on cleaning tables. Like the, you, these guys are, there's a bunch of these guys working there and they're constantly like shifting around doing whatever needs to be done. They just jump on it and they're so mm-hmm. super friendly too. And yeah. other than the fact that they pay like the most in like the fast food world, they also um, give every employee a free meal while they work. That's what I heard in the thing. And Good. like the managers of these places make so much money. <laughs> I mean, crazy <laughs> amount of money. The yeah. uh, manager of an In-N-Out Burger. Um, I, I forget the number. This is the article I read was like probably a long time ago, maybe ten years ago. And even back then, they said they were making like over a hundred grand as yeah. a manager. I of believe a, it. You know, but that was even that was back then. I, I only can imagine what it is today. So mm-hmm. um, that's what I say. If I ever get down on my luck and I got to work at a fast food place, I'm hitting up in and out. I'm hitting them up, and I'm gonna say I'm only gonna work for you guys just for the free meal. I'm gonna tell them that because I love you guys that <laughs> yeah. much. I need to eat. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it is. You can pay me if you want to, but I'll take that free burger. You know, anytime. <laughs> right. And since you've never been out here, right? You've never been out to California, right? No, no, oh, man, you're missing out, man. Let me tell you. I, I, I've, I've heard so many times throughout my life about In-N-Out Burger that like, I just, I really want one. Well, I think the thing about In-N-Out Burger, I mean, speaking of, speaking of my favorite restaurant is that like the, the menu is very simple. Like it's very basic. It's just like three things. It's like, you want yeah. a cheeseburger, like you want like a cheeseburger, a fry and you want, or you want a regular plain hamburger. And then we've got, it's got lettuce and onion and, and that kind of stuff. But, um, and the patties were very thin, but they're small, but they're all the same. They, they claim everything's super fresh. Like there's nothing frozen. Everything's fresh. And the, yeah, sure. the greatest, what? Sure. I've seen it, man. They're all fresh. <laughs> don't, don't downplay my <laughs> restaurant, man. <laughs> but they sorry, have a, are they a sponsor? Um, maybe <laughs> I'm working on it. All right. <laughs> then yes, they are the fresh, they have the freshest burgers in the state of California in, in the universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, they do have delivery trucks and then the delivery drivers do come from like their nearest facility. I think it's an LA area somewhere. And they do have a big semi truck in the middle of the night. will come down and unload all the stuff like mm. a freezer truck or whatever. Mm. Um, but they're very simple menu. And there's a few, a few um, hidden items in the secret menu. Um, really? Yeah. It's called the secret menu. But it's not really secret cause, secret cause it's very, everybody knows about it. Um, you can, I get, I'd like to get my double, double animal style, which, animal. Um, what does that mean? Well, basically what it is very, it's most, it's very popular. Well, basically it is, it's a double, double burger, which is two meat, two patty. They put pickles on it. They actually infuse mustard into the patties while they cook it. Mm. And then they add extra spread and they use a diced um, grilled onion spread. They put on top of it uh, with the uh, lettuce, tomato. And uh, See, I got two, I got two problems with that. What's that? Okay. The pickles and the mustard. Well, you don't have to order that way. That's the way animal style comes. You can get other styles. Yeah. You can get, the plain style is just, you know, regular onions, lettuce, tomato, um, you know, spread and cheese. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know what it was because uh, when, when I first moved to Florida, uh, me and my dad, we went to Wendy's and they put mustard on the on the hamburger. Yeah, they do. And I was like, what? is happening what is this like this is disgusting like and i found out that later on that uh mustard on burgers is like a, a regional thing you know it depends where you are in the united states that they'll put mustard on the burger yeah a lot of places go the other direction they'll go heavy mayonnaise i can't stand yeah. mayonnaise you know like heavy mayonnaise on a thing you guys that's have- what they do here oh, <laughs> yeah do you guys have jack-in-the-box out there i don't think you do do you no, no, it's a, I think it's a, the head actually the first Jack in the box was actually founded and created in San Diego. 
In fact, the co- company headquarters is in San Diego, the Jack in the Box headquarters. But uh-huh. they were known. I know that they would like constantly like f- smother the mayonnaise like all over <laughs> your cheeseburger, you know, um, yeah. to death. And uh, some people love it, you know, whatever. I mean, you, yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of like that. So, uh, John, so what do you like to do in your, in your spare time other than uh, comic book making and uh, doing your – do you like watch movies or anything like that? Are you a big movie guy? Um, yeah, I am. I mean, I, I like uh, I like a lot of movies. I like dramas. I like action movies, you know, karate flicks, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, now, um, are you one that has to go see the latest, like, Marvel movie that comes out? Like, take the fa- whole family to the local theaters or one by you can go to a lot? Now, Chris, let me explain something to you. I have four kids, okay? If I bring them to the movie theater, first of all, it's going to cost me a fortune. I know, <laughs> okay. I know. You post out the credit card, you get to get the... Right. The, you got to get your proof for a loan. <laughs> yeah. And second of all, if I'm going to go to the movies to see a movie, I want to actually sit and watch and enjoy the movie, and I don't want to hear any kids. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, I, I know, it's brutal. And they're kicking seats, and they're, and they're climbing, they get bored, and they're frustrated. You know, yeah. I, I've taken the kids to the movies a few times, and mm-hmm. and lately, I think because they're a little older now, and I try to find movies they might be interested in, I take them to see those kind of things. But every yeah. once in a while... The kids do start to get kind of fidgety and they are just like, you know, they're kind of like, especially the slow scene sometimes are like, right. you know, kicking around and getting up. And, and I had like my other son, my kids have phones now. All our kids have phones. Your kids have phones, by the way, because our kids have phones. Uh, my oldest do. So does. when you see them get their phone out in the middle of a theater, because you see the glow, you're like, you spot that glow like a mile away <laughs> right. in the movie theater. You're like, what are you doing? You know, and he's like checking, I don't know. And they start getting on TikTok or something. Like, come on, you're going to watch TikTok yeah. while we're watching the movie. <laughs> we're at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I think kids these days, it's, it's hard for them to really sit still. So yeah. uh, what are like, so you guys watch any TV shows you guys are interested in your wife sitting watch together as a, as a thing you guys do? Um, I mean, we, we try, you know, we, we've had our series on Netflix, you know, that we were on and off again and, or, you know, we start watching something new and then we just stop, you know, it's just, it's hard for us to actually sit down and watch something, you know, uh, we, we don't, we don't really get the time to, to sit down and concentrate on things. <laughs> Yeah, we are kind of the same way too. I mean, I, last movie I went to, I think I took my parents and my kids to see the Top Gun movie in the theater, yeah. the new one. Did you see that one? Yeah, me and my wife went to go see that. That, okay. was, that was great. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, oh, look, there's San Diego. Oh, look, check that out. You know, it's like yeah. kind of like that, kind of, you know, when the kids saw that on the screen, like, what? Really? <laughs> no way. <laughs> look, there's our house. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> no, not quite the same, you know, and stuff. But but I love going to the movies when I can. I know that the theater out here, they were going to do, they still do this thing. It was with, uh, what company was it? With? I think it was with Regal. They had this monthly pass. I think it was like mm-hmm. $30 a month, unlimited anything you want, like to see the movie. Oh. Like, But unless you have time for that, like I don't want to spend 30 bucks. And if you bought one for everybody, like for all everybody in your family, everybody in my family, it does get expensive. Yeah. Uh, yeah it yeah. adds up quick. And they're like, how often do we use that? You know, we go to the movie maybe once every twice a twice a year, three times a year. You know, so um, but I I do love the movies. And when I did leave live at the old house, it was close to a theater. It was close to the main mall, so it wasn't that far away. So we Mm -hmm. could like literally walk there if we wanted to. 
Mm. And so we'd go, nice. you know, like every weekend, you know, sometimes I'd go before work. I'd watch a movie before I'd go to work and after wow. I'd, go, I'd go check a movie out. So See, for me, the movies, it, it has to be worth it. Like the movie oh, totally. itself has to be worth it. You know, like I'm not just going to go see any comedy or something like that. But if you had that monthly pass where it's unlimited anything, you probably would see those random whatever movies if you had time. I mean, I guess I would have to to get my money's worth for the pass. You know? 100%. 100%. <laughs> so. You know, like like you just go see like some rom-com you, you would never even see in a million years. Just go right. see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, and the, or you could do. I've done, I've, you know, I've done this to myself, not not on purpose, but you can go there and take a nap in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> I get, yeah, I guess you could do that. Yeah, I'm gonna go take a nap for like two hours. <laughs> go, yeah. go, and go sit in a theater and just like snooze until the movie's up, and then the custodian's like push the broom at your feet. Like, hey, yeah. buddy, you gonna wake up and get out of here? <laughs> Like, just, just put on like how to lose a guy in ten days, and I'll just fall asleep. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So is your wife, because Christine's like really into like Lifetime movies and all that kind of phony baloney shows where like the guy meets the girl, they call it the cute meat. And then they're like, they're like somehow totally strangers. And first they hit each other. And then they like, all of a sudden they're like dating the next scene, like all around yes. each other, like every, epi- every scene they're together, cutting down Christmas trees in the woods or something. <laughs> I don't know. Is your wife into those things too? Because Christine's into that my, stuff. My wife is totally into those Hallmark movies. You know, it's, uh, she, she loves, but it, it's, it's always the same stories, you know, like boy meets girl, girl hates boy. You know, they eventually get together and live happily ever after, you know, it's, but they it's never kiss. The Christine, says, Christine says they never kiss. It's, it's always like super G rated. They never kiss yeah. or anything like that. Or maybe they kiss, but that's, that's it. There's no staying yeah. over. There's no waking up the next day. There's no like heavy drinking. Like I don't think it's any drinking at all. Tell you the truth. There's no regrets, you know? Right. The only thing I regret is like, should I, should I leave? Uh, to fly for this job, I I, I got a new job in, in New York, but but yeah. the guy I'm, I'm interested in, he lives here in California. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> do I stay with my love, <laughs> my new love? I just met him yesterday, but I love him. He's the greatest. Or I take his new job offer, and then she's like, like he leaves, and like, or she leaves, or he thinks she leaves, and the guy's all down on his luck, talking to his dad, like I don't know, she was the one, I love her, and then <laughs> the next scene, she like walks around the corner. I changed my mind <laughs> mm-hmm. and they hug into a quick embrace that that's like probably like every one of those movies. Yeah. Or he goes to the airport to stop her from getting on the plane. Kind of oh, thing, I know. know. And he's like, I was, I was a fool. It was, yeah. I, I'm so sorry. I can't, I can't, I can't take those movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> for, for me, there has to be explosions. There has to be some guns. What about, their heart, what about, what about their hearts exploding when they, when they find out they're, they're not the, who they say they are. <laughs> Yeah, well, that might be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. So, hey, John, hey, um, we're going to be right back. But before we get there, we're going to actually play a couple promos. But you have a new podcast project that you are working on. And we're going to hear all about that right after this. If you love music and podcasting, now you can have both. Introducing the brand new Key 2 radio station, available 24 7 on the Live 365 app for free. Specializing in rock and alternative music, we're talking bands like Coldplay, Nirvana, Muse, Imagine Dragons, and yes, even the Rolling Stones. They have all stopped by to drop off songs, and we even have brand new popular tracks added every single day. Also on the free K2 radio station, we are including podcasting. Get the best of both worlds. 
Download the free Live 365 app or listen online at live365.com and type in K2 Radio. Let's go! Turn up the volume. The volume. From the basement of the Empire State, this is the Basement Surge. Man, that song gives me chills. Does it now? <laughs> Does it now? So hyped. It gets me hyped, man. So gets what is the basement surge? Dude, uh, the basement surge was uh I st- I started that with a buddy of mine, Frank, uh back in twenty twenty. And uh yeah, it was just basically me and him hanging out, shooting the breeze and talking about old times here in Brooklyn, talking about our favorite video games and movies and, you know, dad stuff and just stuff we like to do, you know, and each it was a general discussion podcast that basically we just spoke about anything we wanted, you know, anything that interested us. And um and then in March uh of this year, we kind of took a hiatus, we took a break because uh basically I had to go, go back to work, you know? So, uh, after I went back to work, my schedule, like I work almost 11 hour days now. And, uh, like you, you've seen my schedule and, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's a lot of work and, uh, and I'm never really home anymore to, uh, to actually podcast, but now I'm kind of finding, I'm getting into my groove and I'm finding a little bit more time and I'm getting back into surge, which I am super excited for. Fantastic. Are you going to have Frank on with you and stuff or how's that going to work out? Yeah, well, th- there will be some changes. Uh, Frank is not a, a permanent co-host anymore. Uh, he will be on the show. Uh, that's a fact. I mean, you know, it's, it's his baby too, in a sense, you know? So, um, but the only reason that he, he won't be a permanent co-host anymore is because of my schedule, you know, because I work such long days and I don't get home until late at night. And, you know, honestly, he can't come over that late at night to record because number one, he's got a baby and number two, he's got work the next day. Right. Um, So as you guys live close by or how far is it from you guys? Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's like a 10-minute walk from me. Okay, so it can be done in the same evening. It's not like, hey, I got to schedule a drive or whatever and all that. Right, yeah. Okay. But it, it's, it's all in the sense that, listen, you, you got to be hyped. You got to be pumped, you know, like 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night. And you're winding thing, down yeah. at that point. So right. when, you, when you guys were doing the show together, at what point in the day were you guys recording? Uh, th- that was earlier, you know. That was basically early afternoon, uh, early evening kind of you know, recording sessions and, you know, it, it was, it was easier for me back then, but now not so much. <laughs> yeah. Getting time to do it. And especially since your show is more like a video podcast, vod, vodcast, vodcast, what do you call it? A vodcast? Vodcast. Yeah. It's a vodcast. Vodcast. Is that a new term? I never really heard that before. <laughs> I, I, I like to think that I coined that phrase, uh, but other, other people, uh, have used it. It's a vodcast. It's a video podcast, you know, that you put up on uh, YouTube and all these other video platforms. Are you guys doing multi-camera angles or just one camera shot? Yeah, I, I have multi-cams. So, so you can click from one cam to the next, like one on you, one on him back and forth. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, I have the stream deck on the desk, you know, and I have quick action buttons on the stream deck to switch between cameras and, so it's it's very intuitive. It's very you know techy. 
the setup that we have here. Look at you. you can, so now with all that setup you have, cause I've seen your place. I've seen all your gizmos and gadgets in your, in your mission control you have over there. Do you have any experience with like, I don't know, film production or radio production or technical stuff like that? Absolutely zero. What's get out of here? How'd you figure all that <laughs> stuff out? Cause it looks, it looks like a film studio or a production studio in your, in your basement. It, it is. It is because See, this is when I do something like, I, I'm sorry, I don't know if we can curse on this show, but I don't Absolutely do anything half assed. Okay. I, I, okay. I, That's fine. But yeah. Um, I'm so, sorry. So, you, so you do everything. So you kind of like want to go full, full in. So you don't. I go full into it, you know? And, you know, it's. Um, it's it's something that I, I picked up in 2020 where I'm where I was like, hey, Frank, let's start a podcast. And I just dove right into the technology and, you know, I learned everything there was to know about how to create really good sound, have really good video. I mean, if you, if you look back at, at the first, you know, two or three seasons of the basement surge, you know, the camera quality isn't really there because I was using a webcam because, you know, honestly, you so use what you got. So what's the camera now? Is that a webcam? No, I have the Sony A something. It was an actual <laughs> camera camera then, like a real camera. Yeah, it's it's a DSLR, you know, and uh, it's legit Fantastic. camera connected through Cam Link and all that. So so did you just all of a sudden just uh, dump tons of money into making your whole basement a studio <laughs> at one shot? Or did you slowly by slowly purchase all this stuff? No, it was piece by piece. You know, okay. definitely piece by piece. Okay. You know, like I, I have, I have a, I have a stand up desk here that I'm working on, which I bought at one time. And then, you know, I bought new monitors. Like you've seen my, my setup. I have three monitors here uh, on the table. And one of the monitors is a TV. It's literally a television. There's a TV in this room, but I actually hooked it up for the computer. Cause I have that. I think Apple does like the sidecar. They just kind of thing where you can stream it over stream thing to it. And I played with that and I was like, yeah, I don't really care because it's up, it's up high and like, you know, like a bar would have a TV up high, like in the little corner, you yeah. know, it's like that. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I'm down here. So it's kind of a weird spot to really look at that. I try to play with it a little bit when Christine and I were here setting things up, but I'm like, yeah, whatever. Well, you have an amazing place. Are you planning to maybe bring in guests in there to do like a full on like interview session live? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm definitely set up for that. I have a, I have a, what I call the podcasting table, another table behind me, uh, where it's more of the traditional podcasting setup that people are used to seeing on YouTube, where, you know, like the camera at the end of the table, looking up the table at the two people talking kind of thing. What about, you, know, the, like, so, well, you said you can do multiple camera shots, so you can do like where it's Frank talking or say your guest talking and then you talking and it kind of goes back and forth. Like those, those seem a little more professional than just like the, I like to call it like the zoom show, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, uh, the three, I have three cameras that I have set up here. I have the, the Sony DSLR, I have a basic webcam and then I have the GoPro. So I have three different styles. Which GoPro cameras. do you have? Now you spoke, speak my love language, which, which one do you got? Um, I don't even know. Okay. Well, but you have hooked up to your computer. <laughs> no, no. It, it records separately on its own card. Oh. It's not, it's one of the older ones. So you do that and then you mix it all together. It's going to take a lot of work. How long does it take you to do all that? A uh, long time. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> well, long you ever time. thought maybe hiring a, a crew to do it for you? Well, yeah, I, I would, but you know, surge at this point uh, right now is, isn't making any money. 
So, you know, it's hard for me to afford that, but I'm hoping in the future because right now I am currently looking for sponsorships and ad space for uh, surge. Uh, so if you're, if you are interested, you know, email me at the basement surge.com, uh, the basement surge at outlook.com. There you go. <laughs> Fantastic buddy. This has been great, yeah. man. So, uh, so your podcasting, you started roughly the same time we started, I think, uh, here around 19, 2019, 2020, somewhere around then, right? Yeah, February of 2020. Look at that. You and everybody else started in February. It seems like 2020, like a big surge, literally, in the part of the ah. pun, of uh, <laughs> podcasts that really emerged. And a lot of those ones, I, sad to say, a lot of them I think have died off by now. Yeah. Um, which is funny that I did some research for my other show, Podcastic Audio. I did some research, and it turns out there was like 4 million podcasts, like, you know, actually indexed. But of those wow. 4 million, only like, I think it's like 400,000 released an episode in the last 90 days. Yeah. A lot of podcasts suffer from pod fade. Yeah, it happens. So, so you almost went down under pod fading, but now you're back. <laughs> yes. I, I refuse to succumb to pod fade. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you, what are your plans for the future for the show? You got anything, any special guests lined up or any segments or anything? Uh, well, I am bringing back a lot of old friends that, uh, used to come on the, on surge to hang out with us. I'm bringing back a bunch of them. Uh, I'm also scheduling a bunch of new people on, uh, hopefully I get you on. I want you on. Yeah, I told you, talk to my agent, my agent, (laughs) (laughs) my agent first. They got to get their 10%, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I want that 10%. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you got new people, uh, people coming on. Yeah. Yeah, I got new people coming on. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to be doing live shows on on all the different socials, and uh, you know I got new segments for the show, which I'm super excited about because uh, one of the segments uh, I call it's called Around the Dinner Table, and it's basically just me and my wife talking about all the funny antics that happen around our dinner table with the kids, and you know how I handle being a father. There you, no. are you are you like recording all this like with a camera or are you just gonna what are you gonna do? You just gonna write it all down and, and say it in the, the thing? N- no, I mean my wife and I we, we sat down, you know, we recorded a whole thing, you know, we have segments and nice. stuff that, yeah. So you're bringing her in. Is this her first time being on a pot on the podcast? No, no, no. And she, uh, she's been a huge part of Surge since the beginning. Uh, and she's also tried her hand at her own show too. So, you know, she's done that. She, she, she loves podcasting. Does she now? Um, so her other show, is she still doing it or is she just kind of like it faded out? No, she's, she stopped doing it a while ago. So, uh, it was hard for her to find the time to do it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's with Christine. She's not here right now. So here we are doing this. And and I know yeah. it's all about timing. So um, truth be told, a lot of our guests that come in here, we don't actually like, it's not all done in one take. It's not done the same day we record the episode. It's all done beforehand. And then we yeah. put it together. Oh, the magic of podcasting. You find out more at Podcastic Audio. So I'll tell you all about that. But, um, but so I know you do a lot of things like streaming live. Are you still going to do that where you're like recording and streaming at the same time? Uh, recording and streaming at the same time. No, uh, the episodes that I'm going to be putting out for the podcast are going to be recorded, uh, audio and video. Um, but they will be released, uh, weekly on Mondays. Okay. Are you going to stick that Monday schedule? Yeah. Stick it to the Monday schedule. And then like, I'll do live shows sporadically during the week. Uh, you know, pump up some, uh, 
some news, you know, for the surge. Try to get so people. So you say you're looking for sponsors or ads. Who would you be after? If you could pick a pick and choose any sponsor for your show, what would it be? Oh man, I don't know. Podcast related? Or I was like, gonna say maybe Boar's Head for your. Boar. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a great idea. I will be emailing Boar's Head after this. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, if you, you know, might as well see, or maybe, or even the store you work at. Are you allowed to even talk about that? Or I, I don't know how that works. You know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could give it a shot. You know, I'm, uh, but I'm, I'm looking for local companies here in Brooklyn, here in New York, uh, primarily, only because you know we are based in Brooklyn. Um, but I am open to anybody in the United States, so you know it do- doesn't really matter. But just know that if you are based in Brooklyn, you will be getting a severe discount on the price. What? <laughs> yeah. We'll check. I, give, I give discounts to uh, to companies based in Brooklyn. So are you think like maybe a local pizza shop or a yeah, bagel shop yeah. or something like that and things like that. You know, I, you know. Yeah, like I, I have a I have an Italian food specialty store that's like right around the corner from the studio, and uh, it's called Pastosa. Pastosa. And yeah, they sell the best Italian specialty foods like uh, pasta, mozzarella. You know, all these different cold cuts. Uh, it, like it's it's the best food in the neighborhood, and I would love to get them as a sponsor of the show. Oh, that you know that's great. We we tried. Like I emailed um, a couple of different places to get sponsorships for the show. One actually got back to me. And they gave me their what do you call? It, I guess their PR department or their uh, marketing department. I, I sent them an email, but I got nothing back. It was like crickets. So I don't know what's going on with that, but. Uh, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I'm not very good. I know you're very good at all your marketing and all of your website stuff. Like I'm horrible at that stuff, you know, figuring this stuff I out. Try. You're good though. Like all of your stuff looks great. Like you're, you sent me yesterday. You sent me your, uh, what is it? Your, um, marketing material the media kit, media kit, right? A media kit. What's a media kit. I'm like, have to Google that up. What's a media kit. What's, you look at that thing up, you know, and you, you send it to me like, Oh, it looks all great. Has all of your information, like all of your show stats, like all yep. the countries have been in. And, mm-hmm. um, now is your media host provider giving you the information? You just copy it into the, like a thing. Yeah. That's the host for the, for the podcast that gives me all that information. What a trip. Check yeah, I all use that. Buzzsprout. Oh, buzz, buzzsprout. Did they give out good uh, buzz haircuts too? Whatever that buzzsprout. <laughs> yeah. Buzzsprout, man. Well, that's fantastic. You know, um, uh, I was going to say is that, um, yeah, I love looking at the podcasting stats. I know, remember, like in the early days of this show, we were like super excited to see a new country pop in there. What is yeah. the most obscure country that you have seen your show be played in? South Korea. Really, South Korea, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think I think we've been there. I don't remember. Do I, I, every week it's something new. Christine was doing this thing for a while where she had like this like map. I don't know where it is. It was like, I it, had that. The I map, had a the, map up on the wall and I had pins in every uh, country well, that we this, would listen to. This map, it was kind of like that. Even it, what it did was it gets you scratched off with a coin and had color underneath it. Kinda, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was like that kind of deal. And she's like scratching all the different countries for a while. I don't know where the map went to. We moved. I don't know where it is, but, um, she busts the thing out <laughs> in all these countries. I'm trying to keep up with all the stats, but, but our provider, I think only lists the, the like if you check, if you click all stats, it only shows 50. So it'll show mm. the top, the top 50, um, the most the top 50 of countries or top 50, whatever, but I know we're in more yeah. than 50 countries. So, uh, I, I don't know how to, you have to go back and 
figure out the weeklies and so on and so forth. That's so much data, data, data digging to figure that stuff out. But I know yeah. we've been in like pretty much every country, you know, um, is listening right now. And uh, it's about 5 million listeners. So uh, say hello to all of them. You know, hey, how you doing? Yeah, man. Hey, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> hey, your wife's listening. Calm down now. <laughs> well, John, this has been so fantastic having you on over here on the Chris and Christine Show podcast. You know, so where can everybody find about you and your new podcast and all your wonderful stuff, man? Thank you very much, Chris, for having me on, first of all. All right. Um you guys can find everything about me and The Basement Surge over on thebasementsurge.com. Uh, everything you need to know about the podcast, about the show, about me uh, is up on that website, uh, thebasementsurge.com. You can also reach out to me at thebasementsurge uh, at outlook.com. Um, and new episodes premiere October 3rd. Fan. So keep an ear out. Fantastic, buddy. Well, John, you have yourself a fantastic rest of your weekend, and I'll catch you later, man. Thank you. Thank you very much.